Support for the WSHU podcast Off the Path comes from Webster Private Bank with personalized wealth management services to help clients move forward confidently. WebsterBank.com slash private banking, member FDIC. And from Au Pair in America, cultural exchange childcare for more than 30 years. AuPairInAmerica.com. Pop star Taylor Swift's songs often draw from her own life. For her new album, Folklore, Swift turned to a new muse an eccentric heiress who once owned Swift's multi-million dollar beachfront mansion in Watch Hill, Rhode Island. This is Off the Path from WSHU Public Radio. I'm Davis Donovan. I travel up and down the coast looking for the most unusual stories from New York to Boston. I went to Watch Hill to learn more about the history of Taylor Swift's mansion. It isn't exactly accessible. The closest public vantage point is near a luxury beachfront hotel. I meet Julie Tremaine, a travel writer on the back patio. We look across the beach to a sprawling seaside mansion. So that fence is Taylor Swift's house right there. And then we walk down to the hotel's herb garden to get a closer look. The mansion sits on a high bluff and overlooks the sea. It's a beautiful white home. I think it's Maybe five stories. It's tough to tell because a lot of it's terraces and windows. A flagpole stands in the backyard. A footpath meanders down to a sandy beach. Security guards pace around in the driveway. And honestly, I think somebody's there this weekend. Of course, there's no way to know. Taylor Swift had a busy summer. She released a new album in July called Folklore. There were songs about breakups and love triangles. And there's one called The Last Great American Dynasty. Rebecca rode up on the afternoon train. It was sunny. Her salt box house on the coast took a mind off St. Louis. Rebecca in the song is Rebecca Harkness. She was a well-off divorcee from Missouri who married the heir to the Standard Oil fortune. The couple moved to that Rhode Island mansion in the early 1950s. Rebecca's husband died soon after, and she stayed in the extravagant house. Julie says Rebecca Harkness didn't exactly fit into the neighborhood after her husband's death. She, I think, was not the traditional definition of what a Watch Hill resident is. I think the people around here, it's a very wealthy part of town. It's probably the most wealthy part of the state, but people absolutely don't flaunt their wealth. It's very private. There's no huge showy evidence of riches. And I think that Rebecca did something very different. The term that gets used a lot with Harkness is Gatsby-esque. Stories flew about her wild parties and eccentric behavior. Filled the pool with champagne and swam with the big names and blew through the money on the boys in the ballet and losing on card game bets with Dolly. That's right, it was rumored she filled her pool with Dom Perignon and a fish tank with scotch. And yes, she was friends with Dolly, Salvador Dali, the surrealist painter. Actually, Dali designed her urn. It was a quarter of a million dollars it cost to make it. It had some crazy function where it would spin or something. Harkness, like Gatsby, was a tragic figure. She wasn't quite the charming heroine Taylor Swift depicts. A biography published after her death concludes her life was pretty miserable, despite all the money. They say she was seen on occasion, pacing the rock staring out at the midnight sea. That last line isn't quite accurate. It's actually a cat that was dyed green, 
There's a lot of speculation about why Taylor may have changed it to a dog, and people think that it's because she loves cats so much. Harkness renovated her house constantly. By the time she died in 1982, there were eight kitchens and 21 bathrooms. But thanks to those renovations, the house was the perfect stage for lavish parties. Taylor Swift, when she came here, she started doing the same thing. Swift bought the house in 2013 for a reported $17 million, one of the biggest real estate deals in Rhode Island history. She threw these totally over-the-top 4th of July parties where she brought in all these celebrities, and she was just like, these are my people, I love them, I'm going to celebrate how I want with them, and I don't really care what the rest of the town thinks about it. Swift draws a parallel between herself and Harkness in the song. It's not just that they share the same mansion. Who knows if I never showed up what could have been There goes the loudest woman this town has ever seen I had a marvelous time ruining everything Julie says she thinks Taylor Swift found a kindred spirit in Rebecca Harkness. People take a little bit of exception to a woman who is successful in her own way. You know, Rebecca Harkness married into money and inherited a fortune and did what she wanted with it. Taylor Swift has had eight number one albums and she has made her own money and made no apologies for it. And I think people resent that success a little bit. But she thinks, unlike Harkness, Taylor Swift made peace with the quiet seaside town of Watch Hill. I mean, she's been spotted at Home Goods. She's been spotted at the local diner having breakfast. She's not acting like some huge important celebrity. She's acting like a normal person who's excited about being in a really beautiful but very small place. I can't tell you how good it feels for me to hear that Taylor Swift shops at Home Goods. Right? I feel the same way. So, even if Taylor Swift sees a little bit of Rebecca Harkness in herself, maybe despite what she says in the song, she hasn't quite ruined everything in Watch Hill. This is Off the Path from WSHU Public Radio. I'm Davis Donovan, looking for stories old and new on the road from New York to Boston.